Hi guys, I am Jen Johnson and this is Thought by Thought Healing. And recently I started a new series called You Ask and I Answer. So I am letting you guys send me or email me your questions and then I am answering them when I can get to them. And today I'm going to answer two questions that I got. One is from at SX. FNLC who asked the question, what is TMS? And Julie Johnson who basically asked the question, what kind of symptoms can TMS cause? And I thought those two questions went really nicely together and so here we go. But before I do that, I'm actually going to read a medical disclaimer because I think especially for today's podcast, I just feel like it would be wise to talk about this. So the information provided in this podcast is intended for general information purposes only and should not be considered as medical advice. It is not a substitute for professional medical evaluation, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or received from this source. So thanks for listening to that. I think that is important because when we are working with these symptoms, we do want to be sure that our symptoms aren't, um, if we ignore them, they aren't going to harm us. And so ruling out there being a structural cause for it um, is important. Okay, so the question, what is TMS, is the first one. And actually, I want to change that question first to what is or who is Dr. John Sarno. So Dr. John Sarno um, was a doctor who uh, passed away in the year 2017. And a little bit about his credentials, he had a medical degree from Columbia University. He founded the Mid-Hudson Medical Group, did his residency in pediatric medicine at Columbia Presbyterian Medical Center, and then another residency at the Institute of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation at NYU. He was an attending physician at NYU's Rusk Institute for Rehabilitation Medicine in 1965 and practiced there until his retirement in 2012. Now, I've heard a lot of podcasts on Dr. John Sarno, and they go into a lot of detail about who he was and um, everything related to him, and that is not going to be the podcast I'm doing today. But I do want to talk about what I felt like were the important parts to understand when I was healing um, regarding TMS. So what is what does TMS stand for is tension myositis syndrome. He also sometimes referred to it as tension myoneural syndrome. We fondly refer to it at times as too much stress, the TMS. Um, but the word tension in tension myositis syndrome is notable. And that is because for most of us, we have a lot of tension in our bodies. And that that in and of itself is uncomfortable. And so I would, if you are in the beginnings of your journey, check where is it that you carry tension? Do you have tension? And oftentimes that is a good indicator um, that the body is in uh, fight or flight in danger mode. So um, Sarno believed that it was our unconscious motions that um, created physiological changes in our body. And he believed that it, um, those, those changes include, de included decreased blood flow to the body, oxygen deprivation, and much more, which led to chronic pain, in particular back pain. So he talked and dealt with a lot of people with back pain, which he believed was due to repressed rage. And I would personally agree with that statement, except for that 
Um, most of us now believe that it is more than just rage. It's shame. It's um, bitterness. It's uh, fear, 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 fear. <laughs> to me, I believe that almost all of it comes down to fear, and I believe that anger and fear are kind of two sides of the same coin. Um, Dr. John Sarno also, he referred to TMS as kind of a, uh, as an, a distractor. The pain's role was to distract us from the emotional, um, the emotions that we carry that are seemingly too dangerous um, for us to deal with. We don't know how to deal with them. So the, so the brain uh, sends us pain as a, as a distraction, distraction pain syndrome. So instead of looking at and examining and dealing with our emotions that are the cause of these physiological changes, instead we are paying attention, trying to fix and being distracted by the symptoms. So he believed that um, its role was a distractor. And I think that although I, I, I am on the same page. I think I look at that slightly different. I do believe that when we are in fight or flight, we are distracted by our symptoms. And that is the answer to healing is to look underneath that distraction to find what the, um, what the underlying pain, rage, fear, shame, whatever we are carrying and to, um, to look at that, the key though is that sometimes it's subconscious pain and sometimes it's, or subconscious fear or emotion, and sometimes it is um, conscious. And we can only deal with what is conscious, right? Um, so that is kind of TMS in a nutshell, a very small, short, succinct little nutshell. Basically, it is that it is psychogenic. The brain is one producing and controlling. The brain decides how we are going to handle symptoms uh, through the, or I'm sorry, the brain decides how we are going to handle stress and it decides what type of symptoms to send. Um, and, and I do 100% believe that that is true. Each of us represent in our bodies stress different than the next person. And so that kind of leads to my next question that was asked by Julie, and that is what kind of symptoms can TMS cause? And I have collected information from a lot of different resources on what types of symptoms the body or the brain can create. But in reality, I have personally experienced almost all of the symptoms that I am about ready to um, to list off for you. So um, let's see. Basically, what I want to say is that TMS, tension myositis syndrome, can cause any symptom that the nervous system can create. And so whatever the nervous system affects, which is going to be down to blood flow and muscles and breathing and gastrointestinal issues and genito and urinary system um symptoms, those are all controlled and affected by the autonomic nervous system, the involuntary nervous system, the fight, flight, freeze, fawn response in our bodies. And the symptoms of those can be such as tingling, tension, hot, feeling really hot, feeling really cold, chronic fatigue, numbness, headaches, pain, just pain primary, any type of pain everywhere, anywhere, dizziness, insomnia, itching, burning, nerve pain, muscular pain, um, the need to urinate often, constipation, diarrhea, bloating, 
and the list goes on. And I think there, actually, as I'm reading that, I think there there is only maybe two that I didn't experience, and that would be itching, and I did not experience chronic fatigue. Those were the two of that list that that were not um, part of my symptoms, and so I feel like um, I can speak to that. Um, as a primary source that I experience those things and I do not experience those on a chronic basis anymore. So um, let's see, I wanted to go over a few synonyms that I've done in, I think it was like, I don't know, 20 episodes ago, some synonyms for TMS. So there's also, and, and I think it's actually important to to hear these because there is a reason that the doctors who have named these there's a reason they were named this and actually when you put them all together you kind of get a pretty good story of what is happening when we're talking about the the brain controlling these symptoms so tms i already just explained tension mind body syndrome um, basically our mind and our body they are one unit they work together we cannot separate them if you cut off your head you're not going to have all this um, all this physiology these physiological changes in our bodies without our minds and our emotion and our brain being part of that circuit the next synonym is neural circuit pain which basically talks about the fact that we have neural circuits, we have neural connections, associations in our brain that is basically basically like muscle memory. We get on a bike and we know how to pedal and how to balance. We just do it without thinking. And the brain does the same thing with pain for us. It gets into conditioned response and just uses that that muscle memory and that and those neural connections to create these um, chronic symptoms in our bodies. The next is neuroplastic pain, which is the hope in all of this because we can, through neuroplasticity, change the wiring of our brains. We can change the shape and the architecture, if you will, of, uh, of our neural circuits. And that is the hope. And that goes right along with scripture and the fact that we can renew our minds and we can change and, um, and grow and um and I think that is so empowering because we are no longer a victim to our bodies or to our symptoms or to emotional patterns in our lives. We get to um, change that. And the last one is psychophysiologic dis- disorders. So the brain, again, and the body, the brain and physiology working together as one. If you think about, um, I don't know, being embarrassed and the, the blushing of your face, that is a mind-body symptom or feeling distressed and having sweaty palms, um, going to give a speech and, and having diarrhea. These are all stress symptoms in our bodies and each one of us mas- manifests it differently. Um, but the answer is still the same is to look at what is the underlying, what is the underlying emotional cause underneath these symptoms. I want to um, note really quickly that these are very real symptoms. The The final synonym that I want to mention for TMS is psychosomatic. And unfortunately, that, um, that uh, diagnosis has a bad rap and has a connotation that is inaccurate that makes it feel like it's all in your head, it's all in your brain, it's not real. And that is not what we are looking at here. And we are looking at very real physiological changes in um, that, that we experience in our bodies. And pain is real. It is produced by the pain by the brain, and it is very real. Um, 
as far as my um, medical disclosure that I read in the beginning, I did want to just mention that there are doctors that are seeing patients. There are mind-body medicine doctors that are seeing patients. And so if you feel that you need to rule out um, that there's something structural wrong and you want to rule in neural circuit pain or TMS, whatever you want to call it, then we've got Howard Schubiner, Schechter, Dr. John Clark. I'm not sure if he is... Um, or Dr. Clark, I'm not sure if he is taking clients or not, but um, Dr. John Strax, there's Georgie Oldfield, um, Dr. Dan Ratner is a psychologist, and um, Dr. David Hanscom. There are a lot of doctors that you can um, Google and look and see if, I think most of them are accepting new clients, but you could check that online too. Um, let's see, what else did I want to say? Um, I think that's... I think that's all that I really wanted to talk about in, in, oh, I know what I wanted to say. Um, Dr. John Sarno did um, have four basic things that he felt like were important to heal from chronic symptoms. And these are what they are. And I actually pretty much agree with him. First of all, education. You have to understand that there is something, there is not anything wrong with you. Uh, that is a very important piece of this. And, and everybody gets stuck on one of these. So if you have a lot of doubts that your symptoms are caused by, um, caused by the brain, then that's going to keep you in the fight or flight nervous system response of chronic whatever from that list that I mentioned. And then he said writing about your emotional issues. And I think that is the... I really, truly see that most of my clients who have the most healing do write, um, but a lot of people um, view it as a chore, and so they'll kind of avoid it, and unfortunately, that does not unveil and allow us to take those emotions to the Lord to be redeemed. Um, there's a lot of research that shows the, that writing is um, incredibly effective for the reduction of chronic uh anxiety and pain. And then um, the third one is the resumption of a normal lifestyle. So I actually want to go back to the writing piece. So I, I, I was mentioning with the first one, people get stuck with doubting. And the second one, people get stuck with maybe like, I just don't want to. Um, it feels like a chore and or some people have an uptick in symptoms. And anytime you have an uptick in symptoms, that is a big fat arrow that that is the direction you need to go. Because that means that that is causing a stress response in your brain and body and there is something there there is a fear there or an anger there or a shame there that needs to be redeemed by God and so again <laughs> very important the third one is the resumption of a normal lifestyle and that includes um that includes reintroducing and graded exposure around the avoided activities in your life. And a lot of people are afraid of the pain. And so they will avoid doing those things and continue to avoid doing the things that cause pain. And unfortunately, again, like I said, with the second point, um, we do need to, we do need to, uh, and it's very difficult. I'm talking about this flippantly, but it is incredibly challenging to, um, to push past the fear of pain and choose to do the very activity that is causing um, you to have a, an uptick. And, and we have to work around creating safety in the brain so that it knows that that thing is not dangerous and that we, um, we don't have to have the pain. 
And sometimes it is simply, <laughs> sometimes we do actually need to tell our brain, I do not need this pain. I do not need this warning. It is safe for me to walk. It is safe for me to eat this food. It is safe for me to go on a run. Um, so we want to move towards living a very normal life with as much carefreeness as possible. And then the fi final one he said was support meetings and, and or psychotherapy, um, which is basically saying work with somebody, whether it's group or one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching or a therapist. Sometimes we need help to understand what is happening and we've been swimming in the water for so long that we don't see our own traits. We don't see the things that we are doing that are fear-based. We don't even see our avoidances as a danger signal. And yes, yeah, so that's the four things that he um, talked about. He also wrote four books. Um, and you can go Google those, but Healing Back Pain is the one that is most well-known. And a lot of people had the book here from that book. They literally read the book and realized that there was nothing wrong with their, their back. Um, but I, I want to emphasize that even though he talked a lot about the back and rage, we are talking about all sorts of symptoms and all sorts of emotions. And so, yes, if you have not read one of Sarno's books, I do Um think that they are very helpful in the journey of healing and obviously I have a few things um, that I see differently than him um, just in my own faith beliefs but they, there's a lot of nuggets that um, are incredibly helpful and were helpful in my own healing journey. All right guys that's all I have for us today. Next week I'm going to be on here um, with just an audio recording. I got to be a guest on somebody else's podcast last week and I, I, I loved it. It was so, it was so great. And I think I'm going to have her on as a guest in a couple months here, but thanks for listening. Um, check out my website, thoughtbythoughthealing.com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And I would love if you would like, share, leave a review, anything to get this information out there for other people to get on their healing journey. All right. Thanks guys. Bye.